Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 489 of Drunk Teacher Podcast. And as always, I'm Tyler. And join me, we have the man, the myth. Oh, I'm, I'm backwards now. The the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. Let me tell you. I'm feeling pretty good. People just crack, <laughs> crack a cold one? Look at him. Go, oh, we're cracking cold ones, Gables? That, the, 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 dude, you did with one, <laughs> that was one hand, too. I like how it's blurred out in the, on, for, the, for, for video listeners. That was that was impressive. I can't do it one hand. Let me try it. Okay. Can't. You can't get a can open with one finger. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I've got a lot of unsatisfied girlfriends, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, you literally gripped the can, though. But anyway, man, I yeah, I'm I got baby doing hands. My beer is only – I got a weird case of beers because every single one I open up, it foams. It's like it's foaming. <laughs> I don't know why it does that. It's very weird. It's very upsetting. I'll tell you what, man. I'm doing all right. I, I went so through imp- work. I am so impressed by you, Gibbs. Oh, I drank both my beers. <laughs> I went through work, you know, did my, a lot of my various same old, like, stuff. Went through, did a lot of cashiering and stuff. But I'll tell you what. I've been feeling good this past week that I actually went back on the Twitter and I started shitposting a bunch of things because, well... As you do on Twitter? Dude, as what I... It just feels a lot more fun to actually go forth and just start to just comment and shit on Twitter. I mean, granted, you know, it's like it just feels like it's a lot less like a lot less serious and a lot less like much of a cesspool than it is actually going through. It's like, hey, you know what? This and this and this and that. You know, it's like, oh, here's a joke here for you. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's not uh, it, it's just kind of like um, how do I phrase this? It's basically like I've talked about like I've I've kind of made my Twitter the way I like it where it's just like it's like ninety five percent what I want it to be. It's always gonna be the five percent you don't want, but it's just like ninety five percent like uh, it's just I just want I want sports, I want wrestling, and I want video games. That's all I want to hear there about. You go. And like I've got it like I I only follow like a hundred people, and it's just usually uh, it's it's just like you know sports analyst and wrestling people like like Dave Meltzer who does like wrestling journalist and video game like people and video game news places. And that's it. And let me tell you, it's great. But let me tell you though, you click, you, 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 you go, you go a little out just out of that outside that jurisdiction right there. Mm-hmm. You go out, you click, you click on the search, you go to the trending, you go to any of that still accessible cables. So it's, it's Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, man. I mean, so there's still, it's all about that who you follow. Accessible. Just take, let me tell True. you, man. I, I, that's I, like anybody that tweets a lot of political shit or anything like that. I don't want to know about it, even if I agree with them. I just don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to see completely. them retweet the other side. I don't want to re- see them retweet my side. I just want to hear about it. It's miserable. Uh, so I, I like. <laughs> I just stay in my lane. I stay in my little echo chamber of. I just want to hear about video games. I want to hear about wrestling. And I want to hear about like basketball and football. And then maybe some like yeah. funny memes every now and again. That's all I want. That's all I want. So let me tell you a little bit about something though. Well, I'm on Twitter like uh, the other day and stuff. Like I was saying before, it's like I'm going through some shit posting and stuff, and then I come across the one user and stuff that I've watched some of his YouTube comment for Lost Pause. This dude, his nickname is Noble and stuff. He's just, he's predominantly like this big old weave and stuff like that on uh, YouTube. And what's hilarious, like he posted the questions like, okay, it's like. So I showed me pictures of your anime waifus, and what did I do? I just pointed and I just posted a fucking picture of a brick wall. You know, it's like, it's like, she's strong, depend, <laughs> dependable, and at the same time, you know, it's like I like the color red. <laughs> it's 
man. Keep me around, Gables. Um, fun fun fact: their first dance at at their wedding, Gables and his brick wall, was she's a brick house. <laughs> My beer has finally subsided enough that I oh no, it's still oh man, still but other than that though, it's like NFL draft stuff. Highly excited about what my Niners went through and picked. Mm. But uh, I also I also did make a pickup this past week. And I have yet to crack it open since I've been fairly tired after work this week. So I got triangle strategy. Nice. It's all blurred. On my but, switch. Okay, yeah, that's cool, though. Good for you. There we go. We see it now. For Sorry for audio list. For audio listeners, he's holding up a picture. Or holding up his copy of triangle strategy. Nice. Well, that's the thing, though, man. It's like I was gonna get Kirby, but yet it was fucking sold out in fucking Walmart. So I'm online, like, eh. Gables, have it delivered. <laughs> Welcome to the 21st century. We can have shit delivered to you. I understand that, but uh, at the same point, man, it's like I got triangle strategy. I'm gonna be playing a little bit of that. I'm gonna be playing Kirby fairly soon. I am saying that, but I am definitely gonna be playing that damn game soon because it's very fucking tempting right now. But other than that, though. It's been really exciting, interesting, if not kind of crazy week. How about you? It's all right. You know, it's been a very exhausting week. I've been doing a lot of sleeping today, and it's just been kind of it's been kind of rainy, cloudy, and windy and cold. So, been a you know, been a nice little day chilling inside, getting, catching up on some Z's because it's been a very long week. Uh, but Gables, I was showing you before the show. Uh, I was at my best friend Justin got married last week. Uh, if you missed it, I was I was talking about last week. Um, but I, I wanted to, I, I've been waiting to open these because I wanted to do it on the show. Um, but he, he bought me as a gift for being, uh, one of his groomsmen, groomsmen, two packs of Pokemon cards, guys, two packs. <laughs> Let me see if we, there we go. It's kind of reflecting. Yeah. I apologize. So this is what we got here. So I thought it'd be fun Interesting. To, be to open them up on the show. Let's see if I can get them open up. I uh, see it now. Now I'm all like subconscious about the way I'm opening things after you just open that fucking seven up. Um, so, <laughs> oh God, I can't, I can't do it. See, oh God. See oh, all you have to do is just pull. I'm pulling like Gables. Can... <laughs> I'm fucking pulling. <laughs> don't, don't come at me. I'm the fucking pull master of opening shit. I'm doing it. It's not working. It's not working. Give me a second. I'll, I'll, gotta... I'll be right back. I'm getting, I'm getting a butter knife. <laughs> a butter knife? <laughs> Come on, Tyler. You just got to go forth and just un- undo the hooks, you know, one at a time, you know, kind of like with your ex-girlfriend. That's about it. Grab a beer, too. I'm back. Give me a second. Put my headphones on. Fucking goddamn it. You just All you got to do is this. Look at me. Fucking, I can open a goddamn beer with one fucking hand. Goddamn fucking asshole. This is very dangerous. I've been drinking. All right. All right. Guys. All right. Oh, he's got a better knife. Watch out! So, what's this one? What's this one? I got a. It's got some codes on here. Redeem your rewards. Um. Okay. I don't care about that. All right, uh, guys. I don't know what's in them. I just opened it up. All right, Gables. You're gonna tell me because I'm not gonna know. Okie doke. Right. You got a Starly. Oh, Starly. I know that one. You got an Execute. Oh, okay. I know these are Gen ones. I know these names. You got a Trap Pinch. Okay. Any of these cool? Are these cool at all? Yeah, you got a Gibble, which that's pretty cool, too. It's pretty close to Gables. That's cool. Yeah. You got a Boezel. I like Boezel. I got a lot of those in Legends Arceus. Okay. 
Oh, holy shit. You got a Dust Noir. That's awesome. Is this cool? That art is, 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 cool that art is actually fucking amazing. Do ladies yeah. want to sleep with me now because I have, I have a Dust <laughs> Noir? All right. Cool. Okay, let's see what you got here also. Okay, you got yourself a Grim Snarl. Grim Snarl? That's, that's, that's interesting. That's not real. You're making up shit now. <laughs> and what the fuck is this card? V-Star? I don't know what that means. V-Star sticker? It's like, hey, ladies, Never do you want to take my V-card? <laughs> okay, let's see what we got here. It's like Roxanne Roseanne's backup. That's a trainer card. I'm not sure what that one does. Uh, let's see. We got a bear tick. Okay, okay. This is the last one here. And then you have a dust clops. Okay, cool. That's the pre-evolved form of dust. I had, I had the, the the crazy version of him in Legends Arceus. Nice, right, cool. That was one down. Tell you what, man, Dust Noir is such a fun-ass Pokemon because it's basically a tank. And I remember back in like Diamond and Pearl is fucking crazy because it's like you could use things like substitute and stuff because it had so much fucking HP and like defensive shit that you could just go and like hide behind a wall so you can hit things with either Shadow Ball or Will O Wisp or whatever the fuck. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's try this. All right. Number two, Gable. Okay. So this one, you got a Venipede. Okay. Got a Snover. Okay. I know some of these names. All right. Slow so you got poke. yourself. Look at that. Hey, Gal- Galarian Slowpoke. All right. Let's see. You got Crabrawl. Not Crabrawler. Crabrawler. That one's from. Okay. That one's from Sun and Moon. Yeah. You got Snowront. Oh, Let's see. It's a holographic. What is that? You got him. Goddamn. I'm trying to read the name of this thing. Hatrum? 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 Hatrum. Yeah, that's the that's like a middle evolution to like it's another. Very tight. No one cares about him. That one's Sword and Shield. This one's a Zeb Striker. Okay. okay. I like that one. That's kind of cool looking. It's a fucking awesome zebra. Uh, Let's say you got card. Steel Energy. Okay. Got Celio. Right. Haunter. 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 <laughs> Last one. And let's see, you got a trainer card right here that's like Rockstan. Oh, Flannery. Right. That's what it is. So, I don't know. I don't know if those are cool or not, but that's fun. I enjoyed that. Oh, well, you got some fun cards there, right there. You got your Dust Noir. You got your like your Haunter and stuff like that. Yeah. Plus uh, some other stuff. So that ain't too bad, man. I mean, yeah, very cool. So yeah, just want to do that. That was cool. I like that. I'm gonna put this knife over here somewhere. Out of the way. Oh, Gables had to walk away. It's just me now, guys. It's just me now. Um, okay. So yeah, that was fun though. I'm gonna put this other beer here. I'm gonna see. Maybe I can do it like Gables. Can I do it like Gables? My hand, my other hand is the table. Oh, oh God, it's foaming. It's so foamy. Why is it doing that? All right. Well, I did that. I'm, I apologize for our audio listeners on the beginning of this podcast. Uh, but I thought it'd be fun to do that. So if, you, if you're watching us in the audio version, um, check, go head over to our YouTube account. Uh, drunk, just look up Drunk Nerds Podcast, Drunk Dash Nerds, whatever, and you'll find us on there. Uh, give us a big old like and subscribe and follows and shares uh, like i said you hit that like button right over on gable's junk area if you really would appreciate that and then why while, while you're doing all that if you look in the comment or look in the uh, show notes at the bottom there you'll see a link tree and that will have all of our places that we're available at that i can think of whether it's apple spotify twitter facebook it has our personal twitter accounts uh and all that and so if you want to just 
please go over there, follow us, like us, share us in all those places. We really would appreciate it. Um, but Gables, mm. I have a big announcement to make. Okay, what's up? It is. I'm, I'm almost 33 years old, Gables. Almost okay, yes. And today I accomplished something that I'm very proud of. Okay. I folded a burrito properly for the first time. <laughs> Oh, yes. That's always amazing to accomplish. I've just never been able to do it. I watched a YouTube video. It was about 40 seconds long. It took me three tries. And uh, Gables, it weren't. The key is, I was making breakfast, uh, some breakfast burritos this morning. I had some potatoes in there, some cheese, some sausage, yeah. some bacon. Mm-hmm. A little bit of salt and pepper in there, you know, maybe. Kind of. Now, my problem is I always like, I just want to put as much shit in that burrito as possible so you can barely oh, close yeah. it. And then while you're eating it, everything just falls out. And then I'm like, oh, cool. I got food for later. Um, <laughs> the the key is you just don't put all that shit in there and you can close it properly. And I, I, I did that. And I just, but also Gables is awesome. Instead of having like two gigantic burritos, you can have four small burritos. There you go. better. So I'm very, very proud of myself. So I just want to mention that. Um, That's pretty I'm fun. sorry with all that information from you, but uh, I just felt that was necessary, Gables. But Gables, what's what's we are thirteen minutes in. We should probably talk about why we're here, and that is to talk Alrighty. about video games, Gables. We had some news this week. Uh, so on June the twelfth at ten a.m. Pacific time, West Coast, Best Coast, it is um, sticking with the Xbox is keeping their event. It's a Sunday morning. They used to always go on the Sunday morning. Uh, in the last like five or six years now, the Sunday morning of E three. E three is uh, happening this year, but we're having that Summer Game Fest. Where the fuck that means. Um, and they said that they are continuing to have that at that time. So kind of the first, um, you know, thing to fall here as far as like first domino to fall as far as, you know, what's happening with, uh, with, you know, that E3 time period and what, what is, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff Keighley said that he's going to keep everything for summer game fest in the month of, of June. Um, so hopefully, you know, the first one happens, we're, you know, we're at the end of April tomorrow. Um, it's April 30th at 1130 at night. So in 30 minutes, it's going to be uh, May, so it's going to be May. Uh, and, you know, so we, it's, it's about time. You know, we're about six weeks out from from that time period from this. So, um, yeah, that's happening. Uh, and it gave us – I started compiling um, – and, like, what are all the studios they own again? Like, okay, cool. And then I started, like, all right, so this is what they just put out recently. Here's some ongoing games. Here's what they were rumored to make. Here's what we know of. <clears throat> but then I found an article from Windows Central. Uh, who's a really good um, source for like, especially like Windows stuff, obviously, but primarily for, for gaming. Xbox, they're really good on that. They have a lot, they've had a lot of good news and leaks and rumors come from them. They're, they're pretty good, pretty reliable as far as intel from them. And they actually had a uh, a quick list that I found after about 45 minutes of researching all this. I just found this. I'm like, oh shit! I deleted everything. I'm like, here we go. So um, we have a list here of pretty much everything. And I don't know what some of these games are. Like I've heard about like. All right, so 343 Industries, obviously, they said Halo Infinite come out. Uh, they just talked about Season 2 plans. Um, so there's stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, Gables, actually, before we get into that, what are you expecting to see from this event? It's going to be Xbox a couple and different... Bethesda. All right, there's a couple different things I want to see. Obviously, the most obvious gameplay, more gameplay of Starfield. Yep. That's obviously the number one thing that most people want to see from this press this presser that Xbox is doing. Another thing I would like to see and see if it does happen and stuff, see a little bit more in regards to Hellblade 2. Mm. That's definitely something that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing if actual 
if they are going to be releasing in 2023 or if it's going to be 2022, late 2022. It's 2023. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I kind of want to see is like the gameplay portion of it, like more of it. But uh, I kind of want to see what else they're going to go forth with uh, some of the games they had announced. But yeah, we've heard next to nothing since they released like their reveal trailers and stuff, meaning One Perfect Dark. I would like to see a little bit more in regards to seeing what we know, what they've gone through for, like, say, Perfect Dark. Another one that's kind of a personal, like, uh, thing is seeing if seeing if the release of this GoldenEye 007, like the old N64 classic game, yeah. if that's going to be a thing, because apparently that has been rumored. It has been leaked online in regards to the Xbox 360 game, like, achievement stuff people have actually had it on their xboxes like certain people yeah so it's kind of a wait and see type of approach to see when that is going to be announced or released suddenly but uh those are the major things i want to see from this presser cool yeah. how about you tyler um yeah I, i'm like uh, there's redfall which was supposed to launch in the summertime that's correct yeah um, which is like it's like an open, like a four-player co-op open-world like vampire game, but like they had that they they showed they announced it last year, um, but everybody it just looked like it was all like a CG trailer, but the CG trailer just looked like a Left 4 Dead clone, but vampires. And then they mm-hmm. quickly put on Twitter, "This is not a Left 4 Dead game. This is an open-world game." Like they're pretty nice. upset about it. I'm like, well, you guys made the trailer that looks like they, Left 4 it, Dead. So, it made it looked like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. So that game was was announced for for summer of this year, but you know we're like I said, it's gonna be May in about twenty five minutes now, uh, and we have heard nothing about that. Uh, we haven't seen actual gameplay or anything. That's from Arcane Studios. That's the mm-hmm. people that did like uh, Death Loop and um, Dishonored. Dishonored, yeah, and uh, Prey. Uh, yes. So that's their. They have multiple studios though, so. Um, like pretty much most of their studios have multiple, not multiple studios, multiple teams rather. Um, so I expect to see a lot of that. Uh, but like I said, I want to run through some of these. So like three, four, three industries, uh, obviously Halo Infinite, they have that, God, what's that company? They live in their company. They just like have working for them. I can't remember the, the initials are CA. Someone's screaming at me right now. Probably like, uh, like listening to this or like yelling at me the name probably. Um, <laughs> But um, I can't think of it. Like, there's a new studio that's working with them and helping them develop uh, this as well. Um, but you know, season two is starting in a few days. Um, mm-hmm. Forge and Co-op got delayed, so maybe that gets revealed there. Um, Windows Central actually, uh, like I was talking about, like I'm using their article for that. Uh, they put out a thing about you know, there's been like the leaks and the rumors of you know what's next for like the for the co-op part of it uh, for them, and it uh, sounds like that stuff is a late 2023 early 2024 best case scenario for that for like more single player because right now they're just hunkered down on getting uh co-op forge and getting the multiplayer to work that's part of the reason why they have this new this other studio that's been helping them uh helping working with xbox for years i cannot remember the goddamn name of the studio anyways uh they've been helping them for years now but basically now they're just full-time working with them on this so maybe that will relieve some uh, a little bit of uh, pressure from them as far as you know allows allows the uh, Halo, the three four three to actually work on some stuff. But uh, Compulsion Games they did the um, what was that game called? I blanked on that fucking name. Um, it looked like everybody thought it looked like Bioshock. 
God, it has like it looks like Bioshock. I'm gonna, System Shock. Nah, no. Uh, compulsion. Someone, people are yelling at me right now. I, I guarantee you, listening to this podcast, like this guy's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> and I agree, but uh, I promise you, we happy few. Um, All right. Yes. So they did that, and also Contrast, which was a PS4 launch game. Um, Project Midnight, I believe, if I remember correctly, there's been some rumors about that one. That uh, I think this is the one that is rumored to be a shooter game. So we don't know what they're doing. Like we Happy Few was a, was a game that they, they that came out like I think 2017 or 2016, but it was a uh, early access. And I remember that game. Like everybody was really excited for it when they first announced it, and then like when it came out, and it's like, oh, this is not at all what this game looked like before. Like it turned to like a, it was actually like a survival game, whatever. Like it looked like the like the next Bioshock game. Um, Double Fine, they just did Psychonauts too, so they're probably gonna be quiet for a while unless they have like. They could have something. Who knows with them? They could announce something, I guess. Uh, in Exile, they're the Wasteland development team. They have a, another game they're working on. Uh, I don't really know much to be on them. Uh, uh, like you said, Ninja Theory, uh, Hellblade 2. We finally got gameplay for that at uh, Game Awards um, back in December. Uh, that game was a 2023 game. I'm hoping that if we do see anything from it, maybe we like get concrete, like maybe like a release period. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm really. Hope, I, we, we don't know that it's if it's early 2023, if it's late 2023, or whatever. Like, um, but like right now, in internally, it's it's slated as a 2023 game. Um, so it'd be cool if we got like a release date or period for that. If we see anything from it, um, Obsidian, they're doing. We know they're doing Grounded. I think that finally had 1.0 um, last year. People really like that game. That's the game where everybody get they get shrunk down. It's basically hunting out shrunk the kids. Um, the video game. Uh, Avowed is their um, Elder Scrolls game they're making. Uh, that game is a late 2023 game at the earliest, probably 2024, excuse me. Um, maybe we see something from them, but we've already seen gameplay from that, uh, even though that was like a year and a half ago. Right. Uh, Outer Worlds 2, they announced they're developing last year at E3. I don't think we're going to see that for a while. That just kind of seemed like, hey, we're working on this, come work for us type of thing. Um, we're a few years out from that game. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, if Avowed is a 2023-2024 game, that's probably a 2026-ish game. That's probably end of the generation type game. Um, and there's also been the hubbub about, you know, um, New Vegas 2. Um, but that game is probably 2030. Uh, Playground Games, we know like they just put up Forza Horizon 5. Maybe we get an update from them. Fable, but Fable is like a 2025 game. So maybe we see something from them. I know Xbox has been really big, like internally, you've been hearing a lot about them for the last year or so. Is like they've announced a lot of projects really early. Um, but then we continue to see updates from these, but the updates are just more CG trailers. Like it's just a lot of, like we see CG trailers. Like it's kind of like the EA problem, EA plays where you get like, they basically announce like, Hey, we're making this game, but it's like the literally like the month they started working on it. And then for like four E3s in a row, we would see like, you know, design stuff for this. We see some uh, artwork for this game for like three or four years before we finally saw gameplay. And it sounds like they are aware internally that um, they have that perception. It is fine to do CG trailers, but it's like to continue to show games year over year and not show gameplay. And just, you know, like we had that issue with PlayStation a while back where they had the four big games. They had like Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Days Gone, and Last of Us Part Two. And, like, there was that E3 where they just, like, showed those four games. That was their entire press conference was those four games, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Those games were incredible, and they all came out. 
and I mean, Days Gone was middling, but everything else was incredible. Uh, except for Death Stranding, it was garbage. But uh, people like people like that game. Um, bad people, but people like that game. Um, but uh, anyways, you know, so we for years, but we for years we still kept seeing those same games over and over again. Um, and I think they're aware of that and they're trying to get away from that. But the problem is they have a lot of shit announced and a lot of the shit is ways away. Uh, and it's like, we, we've seen like November was awesome. And we, and like November, December, we had Forts of Rise of five. And we had Halo infinite come out back to back within a few weeks of each other. Uh, and then this year, I don't think we've had anything from them first party wise. Um, and like right now, the only things we're looking at right now is like, um, Starfield. Yeah. We want to see gameplay for that. I think this is gonna be the big blowout for them on that. Redfall is scheduled to be a twenty. It was supposed to be like I said, summer this year, but we have nothing about that. So I mean, that's a fall game. And then Forza, uh, Forza Motorsport Seven is rumored to come out this year. So I think that's gonna be the big game they show off too. I mean, there's like Coalition. They're working on the like there's that Unreal Five engine game that they're doing. That's like a mini, it's like a smaller game, but it's more like they're making this to like get. They're making a small game to like get used to working on this new engine. Um, so maybe we see like Sea of Thieves, like rare, like with Sea of Thieves. Um, maybe we get updates to that. Like last year, they did the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Maybe we get more from that. Uh, Everwild is uh, their game they announced a few years ago, but then the director left. So they basically completely rebooted that mm-hmm. game like a year or so ago. So that game's probably a ways off. The initiative, like you mentioned, Perfect Dark, uh, that game yes. is probably several years off as well. I do think we'll get the we'll get the GoldenEye game. I think it's going to come out. And then at the same time, we're going to... Uh, Nintendo's probably going to announce it's also coming to Nintendo yep. online or whatever. Um, turn 10, Forza, was it, maybe it's Forza Motorsport 8. I don't know. Whatever one, the next most Forza Motorsport is coming out this year, apparently. Uh, Undead Labs, they announced State of the K3 uh, summer 2020, I believe. Um, and we, they did a CG trailer for that when they had the, the zombie deers. So maybe we hear about that now. Maybe we, we see something for that. Um, yeah, Bethesda, uh, I don't think we're going to see from anything from like maybe like anything from Elder Scrolls or anything like that. I do think I think what's interesting is I don't think we're gonna, I'm, I'm wondering though like we might hear a lot, I, I could see like games that are already they're already out maybe unless it's a substantial like big thing like big updates to them we won't see them here because you got to remember last year they did they did big like a big 90 minute thing and it was a bunch of brand new games they announced 30 games 27 of them were Game Pass games day one Game Pass games and then they like a few days later they they did like the extended edition where they had Paris Lily um, go on and host it. And it was basically them like deep diving more into like the game they talked about and also like announcing like updates to games already out. And then like last year at Gamescom in August, they did like another Xbox event where like it was extremely boring uh, events because they would spend 15, 20 minutes talking about uh, age, age of empires or like they deep dive into like, the, but if you're interested in those things, it's awesome. But they would like deep dive into like these games. So maybe we don't get a lot, we don't get a lot of small things. Maybe they just focus on the bigger stuff. Maybe right. It's cool. I think we're going to see a lot. We're obviously going to see maybe some, some big like third party support. Probably we're going to see, they're going to focus a lot on game pass. That's still the big thing. It's best deal in gaming. Um, I think we're going to see more of that. So I don't know if we'll see anything from like Fallout 76 Elder Scrolls 6, and I doubt we'll see. I think Starfield's going to be the big thing. Uh, I don't I think Maybe it's too early for id Software. Uh, Doom just came out two years ago. Doom Eternals. Um, and they just finished up in the DLC portion of it, too, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I think it was maybe less than a year ago. Yeah, the last of the DLC came out for that. I mean, obviously, the main team's probably working on something right now, but who knows if it's Doom. Uh, Arcane Studios, like I said, they're working on Redfall. Maybe they announced something about Deathloop, because... 
that one year is coming up, but because uh, that PlayStation has a one year exclusivity for consoles for Ghostwire yes. and Deathloop. But they're in, in these contracts, you can't advertise that this game is coming to other consoles for X amount of time. So ah. like until like maybe who knows what the timeline is? Maybe it's three November. months. You can't. So it, it's, the game came out in September. So maybe it's like you can't say anything until 60 days or 30 days or what? Who knows? So maybe they don't say anything about Deathloop there. Who knows? And Ghostwire Tokyo just came out. So Tango GameWorks, they are working on another game. It sounds like they've kind of teased Evil Within 3. Hmm. Fingers crossed that's true, but that's probably <laughs> ways away. Uh, Machine Games, Pretty. we know they're working on Indiana Jones. It sounds like, from everything we're hearing, is Wolfenstein 3 um, is just on the back burner and may never happen, which is incredibly depressing because it's been almost five years since uh, that game came out. Uh, Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, Wolfenstein 2. And we did have the... The one I liked that came out in 2019, the small game that with the two daughters, um, that was that was a lot of fun. I liked that game, uh, but I played it a couple months later when they fixed all the bugs. But that game was really good. So, but it's been a few years since they've they've put anything out. But they do are they are making they announced last year they're making Indiana Jones, and that right now is basically the main focus of the studio. There are like I said, there's multiple teams there, but the the main team is working on the Wolfenstein team is working on Indiana Jones. Maybe the, the other teams work on. Wolfenstein 3, let's hope, because that'd be awesome. Um, ZeniMax, apparently they're working on an MMO, but like a a Starfield MMO, but who knows. Uh, I'm trying to think of, yeah, that's pretty much, that's all the studios, but they have a lot of studios. Um, And like, there's a lot of things announced. Uh, It's just a matter of like, you know, and like a lot of things, like I said, a lot of things announced. It's like, a good chunk of these games are, you know, probably not come out this year. So I think it's going to be like, I, I could see like them like doing some updates on these games they announced, maybe some more announcements, and then, but like really spending the big chunk, kind of like a direct, you know, when it's like it's a forty-five minute direct. Here's like three big games, and they, right. those three big games take up fifty percent of the direct. I could see them like that, doing something like that. Like last year, they had like I said it's ninety minutes. They talked about thirty games, and they but they really focus on like Halo and a couple of their games. So I could see that. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, obviously, we're really excited because like these things, like when we're at this time of year, when we, like that E3 time, I don't know what to call it now, Summer Game Fest time, like anything is possible. Um, hopefully, Jeff Keighley does like the opening night live thing he did last year because that, that's like where uh, Elder Ring got shown gameplay for the first time, so maybe we see something on that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited. Sorry if it gets a long winded on that, but I mean, so they got a lot of studio, so it's it's, it's crazy about them. So. Uh, anyways, guys, moving on here. So Ubisoft is up for sale, apparently. So uh, Bloomberg is reporting. <laughs> and I oh, got to give credit where credit's due, Gables. We've uh, been very open about Kotaku. They uh, have yeah. their problems. Uh, they've made a lot of changes over the last year or so. So it sounds like it's getting better. So it's not as like, clickbaity and bullshitty as it used to be. Um, but uh, Kotaku had, did a, had a lot to cover on this one, and so did Bloomberg. But So Bloomberg is reporting that uh, Blackstone and KKR and company – uh, they are two big uh, private equity firms, two of the biggest in the world, uh, have been studying the f- French business and preliminarily taken over, taken over interest in Ubisoft. Uh, the comp- that company has uh, also hasn't in- yet entered any serious neg- negotiations for with potentially re- uh, acquiring the company. Uh, in the la- since July of 2018, the uh, stock of Ubisoft has gone from $110 a share to $41. Um, that's so a large drop. That's a very that's a, that's like almost two thirds. Um, 
And then the company is apparently worth about $5 billion, but that doesn't mean shit because uh, people are way overpaying for, for things right now. So uh, Absolutely. I mean, who, I mean I, we are not business people, but I wouldn't I mean Xbox bought Bethesda for $8 billion and that company is nowhere near the size of Ubisoft. Um, no. And so you got to think that they probably look at like um, Ubisoft or is it, we're Ubisoft. We have some of the biggest, richest IPs in the world and Bethesda got bought for $8 billion. We're going to need 15 Who knows? I don't know. Um, Yves Gramont, who is the, uh, who's currently running the company and he's kind of the face of the company. He's been the face. He's the guy that did like the pose with Miyamoto with the guns. We announced Mario plus rabbits two, uh, 2017 E3. Um, apparently, uh, so his, his son, which was actually a pretty big deal last year. He was kind of like the heir apparent, like think of us in wrestling terms. Uh, this is a uh, Yves Gramont is Vince and his son was, uh, is Shane. And when Shane left the company, it was a big, huge deal. It's kind of the same thing happened here, but in Ubisoft uh, terms, where he left the company last year. He's working for a different company now, and basically, there's no heir apparent to the company. It's always been it's always been a Garamont family-run company, uh, and the, ne- the next you know son takes over. Uh, now he has no uh, kids to take over the company for him, uh, so that's a big deal. Uh, then also we have all the, like the issues going on with the sexual misconduct cases. They're being investigated mm-hmm. for all that, and then on top of that. The town's been very unhappy and leaving in droves. We've been hearing a lot about that. Like games like have uh, game progress has stopped or has not stopped, but has slowed down quite a bit. Cause uh, not only is a ton of, like we heard about like one of the studios uh, has about like, uh, I think it's like 150 employees and 60 people left over the course of a year. Um, mm-hmm. So you were talking over a third of your company has left. Uh, in the course of a year, that's not good. Um, you got a problem, and it's not just talent. It's not just like you know um, the Joe Schmoes of of the business. It's been like it's like directors and the the leads leaving studios. Um, so we have a lot of issues with that. And basically, the next Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, and Ghost Recon, they're they're three big IPs. Uh, those games are further out than what you would expect. So probably not gonna have their Assassin's Creed uh, again this year. Um, so yeah, uh, which you know it's crazy because they they were working on that whole thing. Whereas like, you get every other year, or they, like you get one, then you get a break, then you get two in a row, then a break, and then it was like we're getting one every every two years. Well, we had a Valhalla in 2020, and we're probably not gonna have another one this year. So, uh, and we've we've seen like they take a lot of chances with their games. We have there was that weird what was that one the biking one that came out last year uh, that just no one cared about. It was like you can like mm. snowboard and ride motorbike uh, uh, ride bicycles. Oh boy. That's the thing, though. I didn't really remember too much the name of it, but it I heard that. It was, um, it was just something that just came and went, but it was an interesting concept, but didn't really catch foot. Yeah, like Watch Dogs was kind of a disappointment. Um, Prince of Persia, it's kind of No Man's Land. There was that one that was the Breath of the Wild knockoff that people liked. Immortal. Immortal. Riser. Yeah, terrible name. Um, Gods and Monsters is a way better name. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, but that game came out. People seemed to like it, but just nobody really... Not a lot of people really played it. Um, and yeah, like, like I said, like they've kind of like almost in a way, like done the, what Activision has done and kind of forced them in a way. So like all, a lot of like very you know, sexual misconduct issues, not as bad. I mean, I don't want to compare sexual misconduct. It's, it's bad. This is all bad, but um, like, it's not as public as uh, the Activision ones where they're, they're not being sued by the government. Um, and, 
sorry, there's people in the hallway talking, but um, yeah, it's not you know. So they're they put, they put themselves in a kind of a, a weird area where, um, you know, like Activision just kind of. Sorry, uh, but, you know, like they basically shuttered everything else and merged everything for Call of Duty, you know, um, mm. and we're kind of seeing that we're like not to that extent, but none of their games all combined equal Call of Duty. But now it's like they have all these studios that they're taking chances. Those games have not worked out like the last Ghost Recon came out. No one gave a shit. No one cared. I can't remember what it's called. Had the guy from Punisher in it. Love him. He's awesome. But no one cared about the game. That game came when they put they tried to put NFTs in their games. They quickly, no one gives a shit about those things, and they quickly stopped doing that. Um, they're like they're just kind of like Mario Plus Rabbit Zoo's coming out. That's gonna be awesome, but yeah, it's not gonna be that's not gonna make any major waves for them. Um, so they're kind of they're kind of in this like weird floundering area, you know, where they they are taking chances, but like they're they're big franchises like get well, they're selling well, but some of them like we've seen like Sass Creed is. Kind of wore out to welcome and, and had to like kind of go back to the drawing board. Uh, Far Cry seems to be doing okay, pretty like still kicking ass. Like Ghost Recon is kind of whatever. Like they announced Splinter Cells, making a Splinter Cell, but that's years and years away. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know. What, what, what was your thoughts when you when you heard the news? Well, honestly, I wasn't too surprised that eventually Ubisoft decided to go forward and try to check into seeing if it could be bought by someone else. You know. Because a lot of the company missteps, a lot of the whole business corporate like mishandlings in regards to certain games and also in regards to certain like type of deals in that regards, have played foot in Ubisoft, not only declining in sales in terms of their major AAA IPs, but also it's like also in terms of the microtransactions, the NFT stuff, and a lot of the anti-consumer stuff that has been present inside of some of their mainline games the past few years to where gamers were initially just tired and getting kind of like getting kind of like exhausted in regards to having to try to play some of these Ubisoft games there has been there have been a couple of good like good ones and kind of like that have uh, came out from this whole stuff I mean Immortals Phoenix Rising was definitely one of those games to where it was a big surprise in regards to gamers because it's like this is coming from Ubisoft this is like more or less their Breath of the Wild style of like open world sort of game only based upon Greek mythology, like in a whimsical way. That one was pretty successful from what I understood. But uh, in regards to their Assassin's Creed games, I mean, hell, their Assassin's Creed games, like for the most part, have been going through and selling fairly oh, selling fairly well since they came back, like oh, yeah. with Valhalla sure in that regards, plus mm. that new expansion. The DLCs and stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the DLC stuff that came out in regards to Valhalla, like this past year and stuff, that's doing all right. But... Uh, the whole NFTs inside of the Ghost Recon, their their latest Ghost Recon game that they had out. First off, that game had a tumultuous launch to begin with, so that one wasn't entirely popular beforehand. It was more basic. There was a lot of issues in terms of like the mission structure, the gameplay of it, the frame rate of it. Just it was a botched launch to the extent, not as horrible as say like with a with the last Battlefield game that EA put out, but it was getting pretty close to on par with well Battlefield is that. Far the new Battlefield's way, but is far more successful than that Ghost Recon yes. game. But yeah, well, yes, of course. Um, I mean, that's a lot more successful. But the play and the point right here is yeah. like that. I see. What you're everything else came into like a collage of like just epic sort of dumpster fire esque levels to where it's completely 
it's left perspectives of this game like completely lower than that of Wildlands that they released a year, couple of years earlier. Before that, that was at its most point successful. There was good like uh, exploration in terms of their open world, their mission structure, fairly competent like co-op style of play, but. And so the latest one, not only the tumultuous launch, but the NFT shoe and stuff that was completely fell flat on their faces because nobody really gave a shit. And it wasn't. Even, mean, it was. It was. They called. They were calling NFTs, but it really wasn't an NFT. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, none of it made any sense. Yeah. It's just. Um. I. I mean, whatever. Ubisoft get, gets bought. Like that's fine. It's just more. I'm more worried about like. I, I want somebody that's already a video game company like to buy it or merge with it or something because. I don't know. I, I've, I was reading about like some people were reporting on these like video doing some, some video game websites were reporting on like these companies like these private equity companies, and a lot of them what they do is they just uh, they'll they'll take out gigantic loans with the credit of that company they just bought. So like they'll take out gigantic loans with Ubisoft's credit, and then eventually the companies will just go out of business. They'll shut the companies down and give them like they'll take that money, give themselves gigantic bonuses. Uh, to like the people that run it, give them just basically take the money and then shut the business down because uh, they can't pay off the loans. Um, mm. Which nobody wants that. Like I don't want. No. I mean, Ubisoft no, no. still makes some awesome games. People, lo- you know, like I, I still, you know, like I love the Assassin's Creed games. The Far Cry games are people love those games. Uh, Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six, like Rainbow Six stuff like that. Like there's a lot of great IPs there. So it's like if they get bought, like, they get bought. Like I, I would rather, I'd rather. The game will just get their shit together, quit being shitty to their employees, uh, you know, take care of people that are sexually harassing uh, their employees, and fix it, turn the company around, then them get bought and by some outsider that doesn't understand the video game world and just created the company. So, like, what's interesting I, in regards to EA this, buy it than anything, honestly. Than well, yeah, somebody else yeah, I understand. Or Tencent. What? Then, what I find most interesting about this, though, is like this comes not even that long ago when they averted like this whole hostile takeover sort of thing for the Vendi yep. and stuff. And now all of a sudden it's like now they're in this this big old like hole and stuff because their last couple of major releases didn't pan to the extent that they wanted. I mean, the whole thing with like the last Watch Dogs game kind of like floundering with that. Yep. Far Cry 6, even though it had some decent reviews to some extent, it really wasn't that big of a seller as it should it, have been. I mean, it's still one of the top 10 selling games of last year. So it, right. it was a huge, it was huge. Uh, but the problem is like they don't have that big banger after banger. Like, yeah, like it really felt like Vivendi like take trying to take over like lit a fire up their ass. Yeah, and they just like they were like I remember like beginning when this podcast first started nine almost nine years ago. Um, I was talking about like Ubisoft was my favorite developer for a good three four year stretch there where like like Watchdog one wasn't great but it was really good. Watchdogs two was awesome. The Assassin's Creed games at that point were still awesome. Uh, like the Far Cry games coming out like Far Cry three and all that shit like that that into the. 360 ps3 in like the first half of like the ps4 xbox one generation they were awesome like they were still like the you know like and then they were doing like the child of light they were doing rayman they were fucking uh valiant hearts like they were doing all these awesome games they were like like everything was like home runs for them like finance like they were selling great the games were great and it just seemed like and then it was like four or five years ago like they finally beat Vivendi the massage style takeover and it's just like and they just kind of like well, they, they kind sort of rested of set on, on their laurels. laurels. Yeah. Yeah. They, they rested on their laurels and they implemented different types of like uh, anti consumer things inside of 
inside of some of their products and stuff. And then it's like a, other bad business decisions accumulated into now to where this extent is they are looking to be bought out. Who knows who's going to buy them out? I personally would love to see them like maybe a lot of if the company itself can't be full of bought out, like a lot of their IPs going to someplace else. I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm open to that. I don't want them to go forth and be like enveloped like a like a private equity and stuff and then just completely like just be drained completely of their funds because no one wins in that yeah. in that situation. Everybody the gamers, loses except for the them. the assholes that drain the company with all of its money and left. Right, right. The, the consumers, the employees, thousands of jobs, people get fucked. So it's like, like I said, I'd rather Tencent bought this company than or EA or 2K then I mean like I don't know it just sucks you, you, you know it's like you, you know we've seen like we said we've seen this with Activision where it's like they have a they have that those cash cows and it's like you can see like it's starting to get dried up do you, like do you start pumping more resources into it to keep that cash cow going for a little bit longer or do you pivot and start taking some more and like we've seen Ubisoft like I said they take chances on their games but um, felt like they were like trying to take chances while also like trying to like maximize profits at the same time with like uh, like tons of microtransactions stuff like that so it's like yeah they they kind of feel yeah they just i don't know it's it sucks it's it's, it's the, the 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 bad parts of the of the of you know of capitalism kind of thing there where capitalism is great but it's kind of the world we live in with this shit so you know if it doesn't work True. out this is what happens so moving on gables let's move on to some positive news here it is my favorite thing to talk about every month we got MPDs, Gables. Nice. And we got some interesting stuff here. So I got some notes here, too, on some of this. So uh, we got a top 20 list here, Gables. So speaking of Ubisoft, number 20, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is back up there. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's going to jump up uh, uh, for April's because we, like, we just talked about I think they just had the DLC come out, I believe, the end of March, beginning of April, I want to say. So right. I wouldn't be shocked if like we get a, like a big bump there from them. Maybe not a big one, but they get they bump up a little bit more. 19, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, 18, Smash Bros. Ultimate. we got a good chunk of new games in here, too. I think there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 new games in the top 20. So, number 17, Mario Party Superstars. Uh, number 16, game you just bought, Triangle Strategy. Okay. Um, something kind of interesting about that one. So, obviously, Nintendo. So, Nintendo and Take-Two do not include digital sales. They're the only two of the big wigs that don't include them. Um... But so this game is number sixteen. It came out, I believe, March fourth of uh, of March, obviously. Yes. And we don't have an exact number or anything on sales. Where in uh, two weeks we should be getting the quarterly financials uh, for Nintendo. So maybe we hear about it then. Even though I know I know I think Nintendo published it. Yeah, Nintendo published it, but Square Enix made it. So we sh- that should be involved in there. So we should get sales numbers. But Square Enix did say that in the first two weeks the game was out, it sold over eight hundred thousand copies. Wow. So, that's probably means that the you know anything above this probably sold a million copies in the month of March, assuming. Um, number fifteen we had Madden NFL twenty two, number fourteen Minecraft, number thirteen FIFA twenty two, number twelve a game uh, I'll talk about a little more later that I, I beat Ghostwire Tokyo, um, okay. brand new game. Uh, number eleven another brand new game, Tiny Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Uh, obviously. Ow. Another one uh, does not that came out at the the last like I think March twenty fifth. So yes, I only had one week. Same end. with Ghostwire Tokyo and a Tiny Tina's Wonderland both came out the same day, so um, only had a week on there. Uh, but that Tiny Tina's Wonderland does not include digital sales. 
Um, and number 10, Gables, my potential game of the year. Number mm. 10. What game was that called, Gables? Your potential game of the year, Horizon? Nope. Brand new game. Talk about that. Oh, it's a brand new game. Oh, Kirby. About... Nope. <laughs> I talked about it literally two weeks ago. Oh, my God. You've oh. played it as well. Not yeah, the full game, but a demo. Oh, oh yeah, the Final Fantasy. Strangers in right? Paradise, number ten. Strangers in it. Paradise. It's cause it's like one of like the the worst selling Final Fantasy games. But hey, cracked top ten. Uh, probably not great though, because that game came out like mid March. So, uh, number nine, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number eight, the the most reliable game in all of video games, Mario Kart Eight. Yep. Number seven, Gables. A comeback. Comeback story for the ages. Okay. WWE 2K22, number seven. Wow. Came out at the very, very end. I believe it came out March 25th as well. So that also does not include digital sales. So pretty good. Come back in there. I'm very tempted. It was like 45 It was like 45 bucks at GameStop the other day, and I almost yep. bought it. I, I didn't, but I almost bought it. Um, <laughs> number six, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Number five, my probably honest game of the year right now. Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Um, right. And then we have three brand new games in the uh, two, three, and four, and then a game that came out the month prior. Uh, that's probably everybody else's fucking game of the year. Uh, number four, MLB The Show 22. But what's really okay. interesting about this game also came out March 25th. Uh, very, wow. or not, I'm sorry, no, it didn't. Uh, I'm wrong. Uh, what's really interesting about this game is so MLB The Show came out the first Friday of april but the sales cutoff was before it will be the show officially launched so this so the the mpd sales is based off of dollar figures not individual copies sold money earned okay so this game is number four for the month of march this only includes the people that bought the early access edition that's a hundred dollars oh my god dude this game yeah that's fucking wild uh, that that number and all four, of that is from the people that bought it for fucking hundred dollars. Bought the Jesus. bought the hundred dollar edition. Yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, that is nuts. That same thing happened with Forza Horizon Five. Uh, last year I believe it was like in the October's. I want to say it was October MPDs. You know, it came out in November mm-hmm. because it came. It was like it had like two days. The early access edition had like two days on the uh, October one or something. So like it cracked in the top twenty or something. Um. Number three, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Doing pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. First month out there. Came out also March 25th. March 25th was a big fucking day. What the hell? Absolutely. Grand Turismo 7, uh, number two. And number one, um, probably one of the biggest disappointments of the year, Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. That happened. Yeah, so that's our top 20 here. Uh, a couple of notes, like I said. This is the first time since, since it launched... Spider-Man's Miles Morales was not in, in on the MPDs since November wow. 2020. Um, and I've talked about it a lot. It's only two month. years on the list, though. Yeah, uh, so good run. Um, I think what's, what's going on with that one is, uh, basically, even though it's on PS4, when people buy, it's kind of like the Mario Kart 8 of, of the PS5, much smaller scale. But right. I've always talked about Miles Morales is like, you buy a PS5, you buy Miles Morales. My theory is that now Horizon's out, if you buy a PS5, you buy Horizon. Yes. So that's Absolutely. now the game you buy 
That's like the next big game that come out on the on the PS5. That's the marquee PS5 game that gamers yeah. want to get when they get a PS5. Yeah. So I think that's that's probably what that is. Even though I know Horizon's on PS4, I bet the majority of those sales are probably PS5. So I don't until God of War comes out. <laughs> I gills. I do everything in my power. I just I feel like a kid on Christmas Eve, where like you just try to think about the fact that tomorrow's Christmas. I just do that with God of War Ragnarok, where I just try and think about that God of War Ragnarok is a game being made right now. Sooner or later, later, Tyler, you're going to have dreams or something like that that you're actually having it in your hands and you're going to be playing it or something like that. You think, oh, oh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pop this in my console. All of a sudden, you just wake up like, no, no. (laughs) Gables, you act like those dreams haven't happened already. Oh man, if that's what happened to me, no, that'd be fucking depressing. <laughs> I just drive me nuts. Just give me a goddamn date. Give me, give me a timetable. Give me, I'm, I'm losing my goddamn mind. Anyways, MPDs, Gables, staying on track. We're fifty. All right, so in. my my What's honest god opinion about these MPDs from the month of March. I mean, they they are fairly surprising, considering that a bunch of the ones that sold fairly well were at least the last couple days of the month. I mean, come on, March twenty fifth, you had things like Kirby Triangle Strategy, you had Tiny Tina, and stuff like that, and even the hundred dollar editions of fucking Memo B twenty two, you know that that is wild to me. That an early access type of thing for people who wanted to pay more in order to play the game sooner, fairly did well mm-hmm. in that regards. But uh, yeah, it's kind of sad and also surprising seeing that Miles Morales is not on that list any longer. But at the same point, you know, you touched upon you touched upon it like greatly in regards to Horizon two. That one being a marquee game for the PS5. But uh, other than that, though, it really, it's really kind of the same kind of, uh, kind of like the whole kind of thing. You know, you have your Call of Duty game, you have Grand Turismo 7, which is doing fairly good and stuff. But uh, number two? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really, really interesting. Yeah. It's the first, I think the first big month. I mean, January was a decent month because we did Pokemon. Uh, February was pretty was decent as well because you had Horizon and Elden Ring, um, but yeah, I mean like we have one like I said eight brand new games that came out. So March was a big month, uh, a lot of you know just trying to get those games out there for the end of the fiscal year. Um, but yeah, it's awesome to see you know, Kirby doing very very well. Number three, um, especially with with only I believe a week on the market, so that's awesome. Um, the game is very good. It's probably my second or third favorite game of this year. Um, which is saying something because my my current like ongoing game of the year list includes six games already, so it's been a pretty <laughs> good year. Um, yeah, then like uh, you know, W2K22, I'm really happy that game. People that game's selling well because it because uh, that contract is up with um, WWE and 2K. So the fact that yeah. it's selling well and it's not only selling well but it's reviewing well and people seem to like it a lot, that would tell me that they're probably going to stick together. Because um, I would love to see them build upon all that. So that would be awesome. Here's a, little, here's a little fun tidbit right here. I've actually gotten addicted to watching like WB2K22 in regards to the Battle Royal stuff because there's users on there that create their own characters from the or have up like downloaded characters that created characters and stuff and have their own Battle Royals and this and that. This is one dude on YouTube. I've watched that. He's doing like 30 rumbles, 30... 30 types of like trying to get his ultimate type of like things right there and some of the winners that he's had like like uh, oh Jesus Christ! Like there's Pennywise. That's one I've one seen run. Some of these, yeah, yeah, they're like the freaking like uh, Carl Winslow is <laughs> one another one. Then Superman and all this other stuff. The fact remains is, is like the game is now at a state 
a couple of years after the debacle that was 2020's version of WWE 2K20. You could have just stopped that the debacle of 2020. And we the, yeah, the debacle of 2020's version, you know, and it's like... Just 2020 in general. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> what I'm saying is this game looks a lot better than yeah. what initially it, things, and I'm actually kind of interested in seeing more of that game. <laughs> uh, next week, we should be getting... Um, seeing something from a they announced at, on AEW dynamite we should be seeing something from AEW. interesting at, during dynamite so Ooh. that's pretty exciting so i don't know what okay. that means um but they've been recording of their, like audio for, of, of their chanting. game or something yeah or? the it's called WWE, AEW fight forever is what's called um, oh but yeah so uh moving on here though stranger paradise uh it's that game was extremely disappointment that game was not a game of the year contender, uh, but it's going to be on my game of the year list. Uh, that game is very fun. Uh, that game is, I mean, I'm just, it's, it's all, it's top 10, it's number 10. That's cool. Uh, but it's, it's ultimately going to be a disappointment. Um, it was kind of interesting. Ghost Warrior Target number 12. It's, it's published by Microsoft, but it's only on PlayStation and PC. Fun fact, Gables, I didn't realize this. It's only a PS5 game. Yep. I think on the PS4, I did not realize that. Um, but yeah, so I mean that's 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 good though. It's you know, number twelve site only be on, not even only on the, the current gen consoles. Um, so yeah, but let's move on here, Gable. So some odd news here. Mm. Sega they started the Super Games Initiative um, last year. They announced it. They are working with Microsoft. Uh, they announced back in November they're working with Microsoft. Uh, with a super game development using the Azure cloud platform uh, that like, potentially like setting like kind of them working together with like using their cloud stuff. Like we've been hearing a lot about like uh, Kojima is working with Microsoft to make a right. cloud based game for them and probably going to tie into like uh, game pass with Xbox as well. Um, but apparently, so the big super game, the thing with super game is uh, that they have currently have four games in the plan uh, for this and kind of the idea is they they basically want to make Fortnite, but not I mean no one no one can Fortnite no one else can do Fortnite really. Uh, eventually somebody will, but no one's Fortnite's Fortnite. It's it's the biggest thing in, in gaming right now. Uh, but they want these games to make about eight hundred million dollars over the course of its lifetime. So these games are going to be like big online games, probably who knows free, assuming free to play type stuff. So now Gables, we know apparently. Two of these games, they're early in they're early in development, could still be ca- canceled uh, at any time, but they're scheduled to come out in the next two or three years. Gables, okay. those games are for the start the Super Game Initiative for Sega, Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Yeah, the moment I heard about this news and that the rumored two games that were going to be coming first in that regards. I thought about it. It's like, yeah, I understand both of those IPs were popular for Sega, especially on the 20, Dreamcast. 30 years ago? Yeah, roughly around the 20 years ago. 25, yeah, 20 years. Well, more like 22 now that I think about yeah, they're it. Yeah, P- you're right. They're, PS- they're PS2 Dreamcast area. So they're Dreamcast games so years originally. Years. So it's, yeah, it's roughly around that same time period. But if you're going to start off something like that, I, why go with a niche thing like, say, Crazy Taxi or Jet Set Radio. That doesn't make sense from a company perspective. Yeah. You instead go with one of your most popular franchises with either would have been, <laughs> I dare say it, Sonic the Hedgehog or possibly mm-hmm. something that's more recognizable and start with that first. And then you go forth with a couple of niche ones that get the hard, more hardcore like niche 
ones inside that like say maybe like a crazy taxi or something like that but fantasy star is definitely something that well, they've had and fantasy star 2 online has been a uh they've been trying to make it more financially like with microtransactions and it's been a major disappointment for them so, already um, off to a bad start <laughs> yeah that's the thing though the thing about sega is like they've had a history of like bad business decisions sort of like not like to that extent in terms of microtransactions but just like consoles and game announcements in general but hearing a lot of this information coming through with what they want to try to introduce and stuff, this looks like a huge car, like just a huge wreck in the making right here. Ah. I'm <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, to try to tie into like say crazy taxi and all this other stuff. It just feels like a colossal misstep in regards to what they're trying to plan financially and also what they're trying to accomplish. Why have a huge battle Royal style of game with like, IPs like say with Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio, unless you try to do like their own type of like versions to where you have multiple different cars instead, like in trade Crazy Taxi and stuff, like do a whole bunch of different like uh, deliveries of people and like do yeah. this and that. Is or Pizza do... Hut and Offspring involved? Yeah, really. And then like with Jet Set Radio, you know, I mean, hell, you got a whole bunch of different skaters doing this and doing that and stuff like that all around this overworld. Sounds interesting on paper, but at the same time, how are you going to tie people together in with that type of concept? Both of these IPs were popular for a reason, and that was because they enhanced a lot of the fun that was in the single-player aspect. But, you know, have like some sort of split multiplayer and stuff, those modes were okay. I mean, it wasn't like, say, dropping amazing. It wasn't like GoldenEye or something like that. It wasn't as popular yeah. as like, Smash Brothers. I mean, for yeah. fuck's sake. But they were still good in their own right, but inside of a huge colossal plan like this it has to be a banger in order for that thing to be this type of concept to be successful and i kind of feel like with this information presented this is anything but this is a colossal black hole yeah like yeah i the, yeah it's weird like we're in business you know i always tell nfl to copycat league someone does something successful everybody's gonna do it same yep. thing in business it's just the same thing in everything um and you know, we've, we've seen, you know, 20 or 15 years ago, Grand Theft Auto came out, changed open world games, became the next big thing. Sandbox games. Became the thing. Everybody was doing it. Um, this past generation live service games became a big thing. Then free to play games, big like Fortnite and Warzone and Battle Royale games, whatever. Like these all became a huge thing. And we've been seeing, you know, games trying to chase that dragon of becoming like, if you can have a successful live service game, an ongoing game like you you're setting yourself up for massive uh success uh but we've seen far more failures than successes which is always the case and everything true um when it comes to stuff like this um and i i, I can understand the temptation of like you know like we can invest a bunch of money in this thing and then it becomes we can invest far less money over time instead of continuing to invest a ton of money in making multiple projects you can invest a ton of money initially and this one project can become big and then not put as much money into it and it just still be big. Um, but like crazy taxi was amazing. Cause it was, it was a, it was an arcade game. And then yep. also it was a fun pass controller game, but it's not a fun multiplayer game. It's fun saying that with your friends and like everybody takes their turn. Uh, and like Jetset radio, like was just a, these are, that's a very niche like you said, a uh, franchise um, that has been, that wasn't relevant when it came out, but it's just people liked it when it came out. Um, 
And there's, there's also, there, I mean, I can understand why you want to use these IPs because there's like, when you, when you have a known quantity, it kind of raises your floor. More people will care because it's called this, you know, like I've always talked about Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain is bigger because it's Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain. It's not just Phantom right. Pain. Zelda Breath of the Wild is bigger because it's Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. So it's made bigger. I understand that. Also, when you include that name, bad things can happen. Final Fantasy Strangers Paradise. <laughs> people are people interested, but that game it also lowers the value of that of your IP. Uh, so yeah, like I understand it, the temptation, I understand what they're doing. Um I just Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio are just I don't feel like those are there's two other games in the plan. Maybe they're just looking at like we're throwing we're just gonna like we're here on PlayStation, they have like, like ten live service games. That's a big reason why I bought Bungie is to help them understand how this works and make it work and set them up to be for successful later. Um so maybe the, the plan is like you know, like PlayStation, I, they probably know that yeah, they're putting out 10 of these. Some are going to fail, but if a couple hit, they're golden. That'll make up for the losses on the rest. Um, and maybe that's the case of this. Like, we're going to make four. And if one hits, we're doing good. Um, yep. And maybe that's the case. You know, we're just throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks type of thing. Um, but we'll see. But we'll see how much damage it does to Sega in the meantime. Who knows? But, I mean... As long as I guess Sonic movies are doing good, who cares? I guess. But moving on, Gables, let's go quickly through the rest of the game news for the week here. So Mario, the Mario movie got delayed. Uh, apparently, it's just called Mario. It's coming out April seventh, twenty twenty three. Now, a lot of that sounds like it's do with because DreamWorks delayed um, Puss in Boots two to that same week. Mm. So they probably delayed it because of that. You know, we see that all the time. Movie, a big movie gets announced where another big movie is already at. So that the other movie moves because they don't want to be in that cop they don't want to be at, like at the same time same thing we see in video games you know red dead redemption 2 is coming out in november so call of duty comes out in october we, you know people don't yes. want to be over and that's there's a tornado coming through and they don't want to be within you know within distance of hitting distance of that um but the entire plot leaked online gables yeah um, and i read it you read it i read it uh even the post-credit scene leaked oh wow and i'm, I'm... What do you think? It's awful. I, I am not going to go forth and ask for any spoilers because uh... <laughs> it means obviously. I mean, when you read it, it sounds probably sounds worse than when you see it. Uh, I mean, this is the people that made the Lego Movie, and Lego Movie right. is awesome, surprisingly awesome. So okay. this could be surprisingly awesome, uh, but apparently the um, Mario and Luigi Gables. Can I can I spoil what they sound like? Okay. They have Brooklyn accents. Okay. Stereotypical Brooklyn accents. Okay. Yes. Like Italian plumbers. And it's also a musical. Mm. I heard a little bit about that in Mario regards to sings. it being a musical. Don't know why, but uh, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, do so they yeah. want the Mario? Movie I don't know. Part I mean, two? obviously, it, it. I don't. I don't want to say anything else, but it, it's just like, oh boy, okay. But obviously, we are um, we're old. Um, this is a family kids movie. I'm still going to watch it. Uh, I watched the Uncharted movie, which I'll talk about later. Um, so I'll watch anything, obviously, uh, video game related. So we'll talk about it later. But Sifu also, this, I believe next week, is getting an easy mode, um, which 
Uh, I've talked about they announced a little bit ago that they're they're doing an easy mode, uh, and I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, I think I'm gonna check the game out. Uh, he was had to walk away for a second, so I'm just gonna kind of ramble on. Ramble on. Sorry. Uh, I don't know why I did that. I just felt like doing that. But uh, I'm I'm definitely ba- I, I, this game looked amazing uh, when it got when it got announced. It's coming out. Uh, the reviews have been really awesome. Uh, a lot of people over the time with this is like it's on their short list for game of the year. Obviously, it's early, whatever. Uh, but yeah, this game looks awesome. Uh, it's 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 like a roguelike. Uh, but I still think I might like it. It seems like it could be a cool game. Uh, and it being having like uh, an easier mode, um, will definitely uh, has me interested in it. And they also kind of tease that it looks like it might become the Switch later. So right now it's a, it's a console exclusive uh, to PlayStation. Um, I think it's also on Epic Game Store. I don't know if it's on Steam. I think it's only on Epic. Epic. I don't know why I'm really... Am I high? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I haven't done drugs ever. Uh, but it's the reason why I said Epic. It just felt good. Um, moving on here. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 got announced officially. We've known about that forever. Uh, it's always funny that, like, I remember uh, James Harden, the NBA player, wore a Black Ops 4 uh, hat to a game one time. And, like, before the game got revealed, and it kind of blew up on the internet. And it's like, so they're like, the next day, like, oh, yeah, Black Ops 4 is happening. That's they're coming out this year. And then that came out. Uh, and I guess the same thing kind of happened uh, this week. Uh, I guess the same thing happened also in 2019 with Modern Warfare uh, because the NFL draft happened this weekend and they like let some of the prospects, I guess for some odd reason, let them see the game. And they did that in 2019 and they did it again this year. But I think they knew because it leaked last time that it's probably going to leak again this time. They just announced it alongside that. So that's probably why we just got a logo. Um, we don't know any other details, but they said it's going to be more modern and warfare than ever before. So that's happening. Um, some other news here, uh, PlayStation for their PlayStation, uh, new PlayStation plus stuff, uh, is requiring any game over like, I think $34. There's been some details that maybe not entirely correct about that. Uh, Requiring, uh, trials for every game over, over that price point, uh, to be at least two hours long. Um, there's been a lot of hubbub, but that's kind of, maybe that's kind of shitty because we've heard like when Xbox live arcade, require that it was very frustrating for a lot of small indie studios uh to require demos uh, but it sounds like playstation is said they can take care of, there's a they have a department that's basically going to take care of that for them so that's awesome i guess uh, that's gonna be like that's one of their top tier things and they did put out a conversion chart for people that if you want to convert your if you have like already have ps plus or ps now and you want to convert that over there is a conversion chart and you can look up what you have left and it will show you what happens if you decide to go to the extra tier or the premium tier, whatever. It'll show you, uh, like I have, I'm I have PS Plus until June 2024. But if I convert over in June of this year to the premium one, basically because it's $120 a year, it would basically just cut that in half to June 2023. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, basically it was kind of cool. Hey, on the, on the plus side, uh, there's 365 days in the year. Um, so there's an odd number of days. So if you say exactly 365 days worth, they give you the extra day. So they, they eat that cost on that the extra day. So that's cool of them. Um, and then next up, last but not least here, Gables, um, Star Wars Jedi 
um, which is you know, form Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was the first game. The next mm-hmm. game will not be called Fallen Order. Apparently, it's just it's actually the the game is the game is called as of right now, we know it's Star Wars Jedi Two, uh, but we don't know what the uh, after the uh, semicolon not semicolon the colon, yeah, uh, whatever. Anyways, apparently that game that's supposed to be announced at there's that big Disney thing event going on at the end of uh, May. It will mm, not be at May the fourth, okay. but there's a Disney event happening in in the May uh, that will be revealed there. Uh, and Jeff Grubb and a couple other people reported that they were aiming for 2022. It's now coming out in 2023, and this will only be this will be a next gen game only, our current gen or new gen. That sounds about right. Yeah. So Dead Space and Star Wars Jedi Two will be coming out next year. So, mm-hmm. but let's move it on here to what we've been playing. Finally, uh, I'm gonna go real fast because I haven't it. done much this week. Um, I beat Ghostwire Tokyo. I talk about okay. if you want my full opinion on it. Uh, look at go to next week. There's time codes in there. Click on that. I really enjoyed the game. I talked about I was at the point of no return. I got, I hit that right before we started recording last week. Uh, I had like 45 minutes left. I beat it. Um, I enjoyed it. It's not like it's not great. It's not amazing. Um, I feel like you know like this is a run of the mill rest of the year. Uh, if this ends up, I, I wouldn't be shocked if this is like that nine ten range on my game of the year list. Okay. Uh, but I also wouldn't be shocked if it falls out of that either. But I think it's a very good game. I think if you could find, if you see it for like, you know, I I, I did I bought it because it was like a buy two th- get one free sale. That's the reason I picked it up at sixty bucks. Um, but I I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I don't want to feel like I feel like I'm underselling it, being a little too negative on that. But I think it's a very good game. It's just not like it's not blowing. It didn't blow me away other than like. It looks gorgeous, and I thought the loop of the world was really interesting, and mm. I liked I like walking around the world and exploring more than I like playing the game, um, which isn't a bad thing. But I I think they made a really cool open world, um, and I like that game, so I really I do I do recommend it. Uh, I just like I didn't understand the story at all. Um, I played another game I can't pronounce it Anno Mute. Tino, mutinium, and a n n o space m u t a n t i o n e m. It was a game that came out, I believe, last month. Uh, it's on at least I know it's on P- on PlayStation. Um, I believe it's on PC and stuff like that. It's like a two D side scroller, uh, cyberpunk style. Very beautiful graphics, like pixel art. Um, but like cyberpunky world. Um, right where you play as a girl um and it plays, it's got the anime style to it uh where like it's overly sexual which kind of makes you uncomfortable uh, <laughs> i don't like um but I, like like a lot of unnecessary boob jiggles and you can make your character shower whenever you want you don't see anything uh but they, they cut off the boobs in the pelvic region uh but you could just make your character shower whenever you want and put her in a sexy outfits as you want as well uh but the my main draw of the game was I love the art style. Uh, I'm getting past all that stuff, um, but overall the combat is really cool. So it's a okay. it's a 2D like side scroller like uh, you got you got you got a sword, you got a gun, you can hack slash. It's it's a uh, fast pace like you got you got a dash mechanic which is always awesome. Um, the the story is pretty interesting where like basically like the brother. So far I'm only, like I'm only like an hour in, so I'm not gonna talk too long about it. Uh, but like, it seems like the brother's disappearing. Like so your main character. Uh, she has a disease and he thinks he found a cure, but he might've like 
fuck some bad people over to possibly get the cure for his sister. And she's trying to find, she's like a, a private investigator. And there's like some, there's like side content. Like I had to find, like investigate, like there's like side stories you can do. where like, Oh, Hey, like this, uh, one of your neighbors was murdered. Uh, find, we think we know who the murderer is, but we can't find them. And you can go find them and shit like that. But, um, I really like playing the game. Uh, it took a long time to get to the point where you can play the game. Like, like I said, like, like an hour and a half in the first like hour was like, there was like, you're not actually playing the game. Uh, it's just like a lot of introduction. Like there, there's like different, like set, like areas you can be in. They're not like big areas. You can walk the whole thing in like seconds. Um, but you can go in, you can talk to a lot of people. You talk to your sister. She's a bartender. You can also be a bartender as well. And based off how well you do, there's like a mini game you can do and you can, um, you can earn money depending on what you do. Uh, and you can buy upgrades and there's a skill tree and stuff like that. So far, I like it though. I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, despite the jiggly boobs, um, there should be a Pokemon jiggly boobs. Um, mm. but the game, the thing I want to talk about Gables is not a game at all. I watched the Uncharted movie. Okay. And I need to talk about Gables. Okay. Um, it sucks. Um, mm-hmm. it's really bad. I bought it. Um, I messaged you when I bought it. Yes, you I did. I recorded myself buying it. And I sent it to you and I said, I'm part of the problem. And I didn't realize how much of a part of the problem I am, Gables. So I heard this game was, or this movie was pretty decent. People were saying, yeah, yeah. it's actually surprisingly pretty good. Uh, it's not, Gables. It's trash. Um, if I, you know, I like Tom Holland. I like the MCU. I like him as Spider-Man. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, when he wants to be, can be very funny and very good in, 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 these, in these type of roles. You know, when you think of Uncharted, you think, you know, like good action set pieces but with some charm and some wittiness, some comedy to it, some levity to it. Right. Um, what if what if we gave you that, but with what if we gave you Uncharted, but uh, with only the names and just some of the like set pieces from the game? Uh, but oh, we didn't. Boy. We we call them Nathan Drake and Sully, uh, but they're not charming. They're not funny at all. It's the most generic action movie um, that I've ever watched. Mm. If you were like. Here's the baseline action movie. This is it. Mm. Uh, there's no comedy. Uh, Chloe's, they have Chloe in it, um, but they don't have Ellie. Or not Ellie. Uh, Elena? Elena. Sorry, I mixed up PlayStation characters there. Um, Justin came by today because I left my shoes in his, my tennis shoes in his car because I had to change them into my dress shoes for this wedding last week. Mm-hmm. And I told him that I watched it and I said if he ever lets his children watch it, I will call DHS on him. Um, and I'm not kidding. Um, it's just incredibly boring. Uh, it's two hours long. Uh, don't watch this movie. I can't. I didn't. I wasn't going in. When I heard the reviews, people were like, that's actually, it's okay. It's pretty good. I'm like, all right. Like, I can live with okay and pretty good. I can live with like That's way better than what I ever thought this movie could be with Mark Wahlberg in it. Like, I like Mark Wahlberg and stuff. I really like him, and like, uh, what's what's the um, the other guys, Pain and Gain? He's really good when he wants to be funny. He's funny as shit, and like Ted, I love him. He's hilarious in those movies. He's good in those movies. Um, he's he, he's he's not solely Gibbles. Like, and I don't want like a rip off of the stories. I don't want to, you don't need to rip it off, but like, at least be the characters. I mean, when you make a a movie based off a book, you at least make the characters the characters. Yeah. Um, and they just they're just the characters and name only. 
Uh, and it's like, it's kind of follows the plot of Uncharted 4, like loosely, but it's also like an origin story of these characters. You know, like in like the real, in the games, like solely met Nathan when he was a, when he was a teenager. Uh, and this like, you know, um, he's already, you know, and he taught him how to be a thief. Uh, and this, um, Nathan's already 25 and been a thief for many years. Uh, and Sully, Sully knows his brother, like met, Sully knows of Nathan because of his brother, Sam. And Nathan assumes Sam has been alive this whole time. And it's like, there's some like, this, what happened to Sam? Like, I haven't seen like the, it's like, this is like the first five minutes of the movie. Like Sam, like was going to go to jail. So he like left and he hadn't seen him sit like in 15 years. Uh, and he doesn't know where he is. Um, but it's basically, it loosely follows, it kind of follows the Uncharted 4 plot, but it takes some of the big set pieces from like the, from the games. Like he has like the, like Uncharted 3, when you're falling out of the plane and you're fighting guys uh, like from like on the, like falling out of the plane and shit like that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just bad. It's not even, uh, it's not even bad. It's just boring, which is probably worse than being bad. Like Final Fantasy Origin, Stranger Paradise, is a bad video game, but it's fun as fucking shit to play. Uh, and you can find you can. There's bad movies out there that's fun as hell to watch. Right. Um, this is not one of them. Uh, it's like it's it's very it's it's more frustrating because of that. Like at least if it was bad fun, it would like at least it'd be like just be have some fun at all. Um, would be amazing. And like the whole time, like it's like it's like those people that like hate Lord of the Rings because like the movies because they love the book so much. Like I'm not that. Like I don't need that. I just need you to be entertaining and give me some like throw me throw me a bone here and there. And they do. They throw me a couple bones in there. There's a couple like cameos, fun little little things, some little Easter eggs in there. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, I hope there's not an Uncharted too movie <laughs> or if there is they like learn some lessons on this and like i remember like tom holland did an interview last year after they got him filming it and he said he didn't understand the nathan drake character until after he made the movie and he has a lot of regrets about the way he acted in that movie and that that concerned me and it sounds like these guys honestly didn't even bother to watch like a youtube video and understand these characters whatsoever. That doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, come on. When it comes to a lot of the video game movies, this is the biggest problem that happens. But it's like they are... don't sort. They don't go through and do research in regards to a lot of these fucking sources besides maybe a couple of maybe a couple of things here and there that they may have watched, but not dissecting actual but it's characters. Like the Resident Evil movie, the new one, like I haven't watched it. I'm probably gonna watch that eventually. Um like the problem is it's so focused on the video games that it's but the problem, like, it's just bad. But it's also because it's like they didn't have like a big, big, big budget. Probably, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up watching that movie now. Uh, I'll rent it. It can at least rent that one. I don't have to buy. It. I don't have to buy it like a fucking big Uncharted. Um, but I don't know. Like, it just it seemed like we just got a bunch of money to make this movie and yep. gives a shit. The video game movie. It's not Spider Man and Mark Wahlberg is like cool. I'm just gonna be. It's just basically Tom Holland being Tom Holland without. And maybe it's the script too. It could be the it's maybe even the actor's fault because um, there's no like I said there's no witty lines. There's not even there's no like there's not even like attempts at comedy in this movie. It's just 
we're trying to be as serious as possible uh movie action movie and it's just just not good and it's it's upsetting it's this point you know i like tom like i said i like these characters these actors individually and other things um like tom holland i've seen him outside of being peter parker uh and he's very good he's a very good actor um mark Wahlberg, like i said when he wants to be he could be awesome uh and maybe uh maybe ultimately it's the script's fault not the actor's fault but if they do it Uncharted 2, which they probably will because it was very successful in the theaters, um, and I bought it, so they're probably like, well, Tyler bought it, so we should probably make a second one. Um, so, that, yeah, I don't know. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that one too, probably. And, um, I'll be back here in four years, bitch, about that too. So that's that's <laughs> what I've been doing, Gables. Tell me you got some good news for me. All right. You know what? When it comes to God, when it comes to gameplay this past week, you know, there has been like a few things that I have played, but more or less it's it's kind of getting my brain back into this scheme, just getting back to the groove of things in order to try to concentrate on something to play. Ever since I beat Elden Ring, it's been like a huge void in regards to not only just like the game that I want to play next, but also the motivation to go through and actually start something that's going to you know progressively go through so i mostly just started playing a little bit more like the mario golf thing on the nintendo switch online like from last week i did go through that complete nice like a uh, character unlock mode and stuff and fun fact that game was a lot shorter than i thought it was going to be i mean granted you can go through you can get through the entire courses you can unlock all the courses if you want you can go through and do the badge tournaments and this and that you could go through the do the ring shot stuff, the mini golf stuff. I mean, there's plenty of things to do, but I went with the unlocking of the characters because that's what I did first and foremost. And that's kind of one of the ways you can actually go through and beat the game is by unlocking all the characters that is set through that mode. Because uh, I didn't, I didn't know about this up until I remembered after I did it to where I beat Bowser right with Mario. Like, Mario was a bitch to unlock because, uh, obviously the AI and stuff to that point, you know, a lot of the, the putts, a lot of the freaking strokes and stuff like that, that, uh, they would hit, you know, it would be fairly accurate on par, on par and stuff. The AI can be pretty crazy in regards to some of that stuff and how precise they can be, especially against Bowser. I mean, granted, I struggled a bit towards with Bowser as well. But I managed to get into a group of things. I managed to go through and finish it off and stuff. And it was pretty funny because it's like I at one point sunk like about a 50-foot birdie. <laughs> like from uh, from one of like the later holes and stuff. And I think it was either the battle against Mario or possibly Bowser and stuff. And what's kind of hilarious about it is because of how the AI is, like the, the ball was like maybe about 15 or 20 feet away. So they had like about fucking like a 15, 20-foot putt. And here I am, Miss... Miss uh, estimating like what I could do, and then all of a sudden I do like the freaking stuff to where I hit the damn ball. It's like fifty feet from the hole. I hit, I freaking putt the ball. I somehow miss it by the, maybe a quarter of an inch, or maybe on the rare occasion I hit the damn thing and it actually sinks into the damn hole. And all of a sudden you have that little anim- that freaking uh, animation. And here's something I didn't know. Depending upon how far you sink a putt. There's a specific characters and stuff that'll pop out of the hole. So like for say a 50 foot putt or like maybe more than 30 feet or something like that, you have a Monty mole. But if it's like close to about 
70 to 90 feet, which I did sink one putt doing that. There's a fucking Goomba that jumps out of the hole. It's like, oh, fantastic putt. Mm. <laughs> but uh, after that, it's like I unlocked the – I freaking unlocked the credits and stuff like that. And the credits started playing. Like, Did I really just beat this game in like at least a couple of hours? I mean, it wasn't that short to begin with. And yeah. If you don't want to uh, emphasize on trying to unlock everything, yeah, you can beat this game in a few hours if you know what you're doing. But uh, other than that, you know, just finished up another round of, like, Tech Mobile in terms of, like, the whole freaking playthrough and stuff. Hilariously enough, that's the game that I've played the most on the NES, like, online app and stuff is, like, Tech Tech Mobile because I choose San Francisco. I go through and I play through the games. There's, like, a couple different plays that you can choose from, like, four different plays on both offense and defensive side of things. What's kind of hilarious about it is uh, the last play and stuff, the last last game I had before I initially went through and won the te- won the Techno Bowl stuff was face off against Minnesota. And what's kind of hilarious about it is like Minnesota is like they'll the AI is to that point where okay, this is the very last game. Let's increase the difficulty tenfold so that way you can go forth and be like have things intercepted or have things over there or and I got so pissed off that I started just going through with this, this, the save states. Oh, you want to go through and you want to try to pull this bullshit everything? Well, here's what I'm going to do. So after every type of play, I'm like, okay, you're going to do that play? I'm going to do this. And I'm fucking blowing them out like fucking 63 to nothing. Oh, God. Well, for that case and scenario, I've already beat the game a couple different times the right way without too many of the save states. Because normally... I play a game, and then after I go through and beat the team and stuff, I do my save state stuff. And that was the only instance I've ever had with that game where it's like, you know what? I'm going to do it this way, and I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you because you fucking pissed me off. <laughs> Cables be eldering on easy mode. I had to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to say. Sorry. Blew you up. I had to. But anyway, that's pretty much it from what I've been playing. All right. Well, we do have uh, Trek the uh, Yami is coming out on Thursday. Trek the Yomi, yes. Yomi, whatever it's called, yeah. It's coming to Game Pass, too, Gables. Absolutely, it is. And, and what do we call it, Game Pass? Oh, the best deal in gaming. Goddamn fucking right. <laughs> That's what we call this best podca- podcast in gaming as well. And you should like, follow, and download us everywhere you go. Please do that. Like, like I said, tell your friends. Share it. Click that thumbs up button over... Oh, no. Reverse now. We're on Skype now, so now it's my camera's the other way. So click that like button over there on Gable's junk. And every time you do it, he's going to, he's going to crack open a seven up with one finger. Um, <laughs> and if you're a girl, crack open two, with one finger. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I just, I don't know. I just want to picture Gable's with two, seven ups, one finger. That'd be badass. But anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm rambling now. It's, it is 1245, 1250 now, <laughs> uh, my time. So, um, running on beer and, fumes uh so anyways like fall subscribe tell your friends would appreciate if you did all that i was so that was tyler and i have been colonel gables until next time everyone thank you very much for listening to another fun filled episode of the drunk dash nerds podcast and hey gables yep too sweet too sweet man bye guys <laughs> see ya